Welcome to The Missing Middle. I'm Kara Stern. And I'm Mike Moffat. The province recently sent the city of Hamilton a letter that outlined some really interesting insights on how the province plans to hit their 1.5 million homes. Where did that 1.5 million homes number come from to start out? Yeah, absolutely. So if we go back to, to 2021, uh, so a couple of years ago, uh, the Ford government decided that they wanted to put that together a, a housing affordability task force. And they it was headed by a guy at, at Scotiabank. Uh, they had Tim Hudak on it. But overall, I, I don't know about you, but when I hear, you know, a conservative government is getting some banker to do a, a report on housing, I'm a little bit skeptical. I don't I don't know about you. Yeah, I was wondering about that when I saw it at the time. Like, there's a lot of criticism about who was on it, although they did have, you know, they had Ian Underwood, who does affordable housing with Habitat for Humanity. So it was like there was a diversity of uh, where people are coming from in terms of you know profit not for profit, but yeah, it was an interesting thing. And then they ended up taking their, they, I think there were 50 or so suggestions that came out of that, right? Yeah, absolutely. So they, so they, they had the, this group, which yeah, it, it has some diversity on it, but at, you know, it has some criticism at the time for, for being a little bit skewed. And they, they went around the, the, the province and had a bunch of virtual, I think they were mostly virtual meetings with a variety of experts. Uh, I, I think I was, I was on at least once, maybe twice. I can't remember giving, giving viewpoints and, they came out with this report in February 2022. And again, I was skeptical of this, this process. And the report was phenomenal. It was just, um, it was exceptionally well done. It was well written. It understood the problem. And it had 55 recommendations that were actual, actually actionable. You know, a lot of these reports are kind of like, governments should consider XYZ when doing ABC. You're like, okay, great. This was like, no, you got to have fourplexes as of right. You got to do this. You got to do this. You got to do that. And out of that, they had this 1.5 million target. They said, okay, the provincial government should set a 10-year housing target of 1.5 million homes. But they didn't really give any details about that. They didn't, uh, they didn't say... Uh, what this thing was, you know, they didn't even describe essentially what the 10 year period was that they were measuring, what the units were, um, anything about that, just this target. Uh, the Ford government, one of the first things it did was adopt this target, say, okay, yep, we're gonna, we're, we're, we're gonna put this uh, 1.5 million home target out there. And uh, that was it for, for a while, like, like nothing really happened. I remember that you said something about how they had to take, I think, I think what you said was they would have to take their best year that we've ever had, double that and do it every year for 10 years to hit, to hit the target. Is that right? Yeah, it, absolutely. So, uh, so if we look at this, if we can take uh, home building in any 10 year period in, in Ontario's history, the most that we've ever built in any 10 year period is, is 850,000. Um, which so slightly, slightly more than half. And the last time we even had 750,000 was the, uh, 
was a 10 year period between 1973 and 1982, which is so like wow. 40 to 50 years ago. Uh, I, the frame of reference I always use for the boomers is like, this is when the TV show mash was on the air and actually <laughs> making, making new episodes. My grandmother uh, loved that show. I, I love it. I absolutely love it. Uh, love it as well. And I always have to, you know, make, make things, uh, you know, boomer friendly. So, <laughs> so we have to make the double. And to be honest, again, I was a little bit skeptical of this 1.5 million housing target because I had written a report the year before saying, eh, you know, I think we need about a million homes, but there were some things that we overlooked in the report. So we kind of reran the numbers with the plan to kind of debunk it say you know what oh no these guys are overestimating it this is you know this is this is too much um so we did this big excel model we we threw in all these kind of variables i hit enter and i got 1.503 million and i was like oh, okay great okay th these guys are right so i ended up writing a very different report than the one uh the one i thought i was writing and in the report we said okay this is how many not only the 1.5 million but this is how it should actually break down by uh by by county in ontario so this is how much you need to like middlesex county and the city of toronto and then so on i know that the province has also since said that that 1.5 million is actually out of date that it's the, i think 1.8 was the latest that they they've mentioned they, they said that didn't account for the increased immigration rates especially the temporary immigrants that we didn't account for at all when we're when we talked about who was coming to the country like i know that the numbers were totally off and so the 1.5 apparently is even way lower than we, what we actually need nowadays right yeah absolutely so so we re-ran the model with uh, updated international student numbers and immigration numbers we get 1.7 not 1.8 but you know that's is kind of directionally correct so so ford isn't wrong that that, that if anything this this understates need so what the what the Ford government did then with the, their 1.5 million is they they um, and I'm going to say this it was completely coincidentally but they did what our paper did and they sort of broke this down into areas um, but but by municipality so they said okay this is how many of that 1.5 million over 10 years this is how many London needs and Ottawa needs and so on for for 29 of the biggest municipalities in in Ontario. But there was a problem. There was a problem with that. That first of all, they didn't define what 1.5 million homes were, or you know, Toronto share of 285,000 was. Um, you know, are you counting homes that get completed, homes that get start? Like, what is a home? Does it include you know, adding a, a laneway house or something like that? They didn't really define it. Um, and then they they made all 29 of these municipalities sign a pledge saying, okay, we'll we'll do this. We'll we'll meet this target, which is ill-defined, and um, with the penalty that if cities don't meet that target, absolutely nothing happens. There's no penalty at the time. There was no penalty whatsoever for not hitting it. So I don't I don't know about you, but if somebody says, okay, well you have to do this thing, and if you don't, it's fine. Yeah, you don't really have to do it then. It, you're not going to take it really seriously. Right. Yeah. You're, you're not at all going to take it really seriously. And so this was a bit of a problem. So what the province decided to do was say, OK, well, we need to incentivize this. And one of the things that they were hearing from municipalities is one of the bottlenecks of building all these homes was having all the supporting infrastructure, the roads, the sewers, all of that kind of thing. 
So the province got a really clever idea um, that they, they modeled after something the labor government is doing in Australia, saying, well, what we can do is we'll set up an infrastructure fund, but we will only give money if, if cities hit, um, hit a housing target, which, so you kind of two birds, one stone, you go, okay, well, we're giving cities the infrastructure they need, but now we've actually put some teeth on, um, on the, this housing target. But to do that, they had to make annual targets, right? Because it's not much of an incentive for a current government that says, okay, you've got to meet this condition by, by 2031 mm. or else nothing happens. So they set this annual target. And recently they, they sent a number of, of letters to municipalities. Uh, I, I saw the one from, from Hamilton. Uh, Colin DeMello was nice enough to, uh, to send me a copy. That, that basically breaks down the 10-year targets into annual targets uh, for, for each of the cities and says, okay, this is what you need to do to, to get this infrastructure money. So now people care. You know, now there's $1.2 billion on the table. This has kind of gone from uh, an, ex uh, an exercise in Excel where you and me and maybe John Michael McGrath care about the, these numbers to something with, with actual teeth with $1.2 billion out there. That makes a lot of sense because especially what I've heard is at the beginning of these 10 years that started, I guess, a couple of years ago, the 1.5 million in 10 years, they have no, like we're not anywhere near it. And what I keep hearing is, well, that's fine. We got a whole 10 years. And so we'll just like really ramp it up towards the end. But I don't know how realistic that is. So I guess that makes sense to start it with a year to year requirement, right? Yeah, absolutely. And that was kind of the irony about this, that they gave uh, cities this 10-year target, I think it was like October 25th of 2022. But the 10-year target actually started on January 1st, 2022. So they actually made the target somewhat somewhat retroactive. Uh, what the, the Hamilton letter showed was that they were... Um, they, they were ramping up these annual targets. So they said, obviously, what happened in 2022 uh, was the past. The, the target for all of these cities overall combined in 2023 is 110,000, which I don't think we've ever done in Ontario's history. I'd have to go back and, and check. Um, to, to put it in context, like last year, we did about 96,000, and that was an exceptionally high year. And then it goes 110, 125, 150, and then the last six years are 175,000 across. Is that particularly realistic? Well, it's it's a moonshot. Let's let's put it that way. Uh, we're really going to have to uh, have to focus the mind. And here's where it becomes a little bit challenging. That, as I mentioned, uh, we have to hit the, these cities collectively uh, have to hit about 110,000 or, or exactly 110,000 in 2023. I'm just looking down on my calendar and it is October the 27th, 2023. The year is almost over. Uh, we have nine months worth of data. Um, and I think we're at about 65,000. We are nowhere near 110,000. So basically what the province is saying is, oh, by the way, municipalities, if you want this money, you've got about 10 weeks to really ramp up uh housing starts and they're defining it as housing starts which would be challenging in any kind of context but we should also remember that cities don't build homes right it's they can't they are not the ones putting the shovels in the ground they just do approvals so there's going to be an ongoing fight now where 
the province has set you know 400 million dollars of infrastructure money uh for this year that almost nobody can collect because they set the uh, they set the bar so high it sounds like they're kind of setting them up to fail then no well, that's, that's certainly how the, the cities are feeling. They, they described it a little bit more uh, diplomatically. There was a letter from the Ontario big city mayors talking about not just the targets, but the, the mayors want to be as, uh, assessed on things that they actually control, like housing starts, uh, not, not approvals. But we could actually look at this because one of the things that, that, that's happened as well is that the province now has a website that you can go to that is actually tracking performance. Before then, the only way that was tracking performance was, was my Twitter account. Uh, <laughs> when I got around to having time, I would put these Excel sheets up. Um, they did something that looked very similar, and I'm happy to have inspired them, um, that shows uh, how cities are performing. And there's 50 cities that are eligible for this money, the original 29, and then they put in 21 smaller municipalities. In order to get any money whatsoever, any money whatsoever, a city has to hit 80% of their target. Um, and to get the full amount of money, they need to hit 100%. And to go above that, um, if they go above that, they get, get some bonus money. Okay, so we've got 50 municipalities. Right now, if things play out like they have over the first nine months of the year, we've got nine cities who are at 100% on target or higher. Uh, and the interesting thing about it is it's eight small municipalities and the city of Toronto, interestingly oh. enough, is doing really well. So, That's so surprising. you know, the, it is surprising. And, and and the politics of it here is that, you know, Doug Ford may be sending a, Olivia Chow a pretty big check in the next little while. So you've got nine cities who are doing who are doing very well by this metric. Another three that are in that 80 to 100 percent range that you know if if the next three months progress like the last nine they'll get some money not the full amount but they'll get quite a bit and then there's 38 cities uh across the province who are not on target so what this is basically saying is that if, if things progress like they the, they have been so far and in fact we know housing starts are going down so it's actually probably going to get worse you've got 12 cities out of 50 or 24 percent that are going to be able to to collect from this fund. So the, the province is going to be saving themselves a lot of money. They, they've allocated 400 million for infrastructure. They're probably only going to give away maybe a third of that. You mentioned on Twitter that some of these targets, yes, it's pretty daunting, the numbers, but they might be a little easier to hit than we might originally think by looking at them. What did you mean by that? Yeah, that when we talk about the, these housing numbers, these, these 1.5 million that uh, we tend to think of them as, as housing starts. Um, and that's what had been confirmed by the, by the province. So basically, you know, once a shovel gets on the, in the ground for a housing unit, that, that would count towards this, this target. In this letter to, to Hamilton, they indicated that there are more things that count towards a target than just a housing start. Uh, some of them make sense. So things uh, like additional dwelling units and laneway housing and that kind of thing. Go, okay, well, that, that, that's a home for somebody. So that, that kind of makes sense. And that doesn't get included in the CMHC data. The one that really caught my eye was things like long-term care beds. We absolutely need more long-term care beds. And I, I don't think anybody would dispute that. But then to kind of consider that housing is a little bit odd. So if there's a ray of, of sunshine here for municipalities 
it's that these targets have been watered down a little bit. They're going to be a little bit easier to, to hit uh, for, for municipalities. But overall, I see this as being a, an ongoing battle between the province and municipalities for, for months to come. Because I, municipalities have to feel like they've been set up to fail somewhat. Yeah, like it's a ray of sunshine for them, but it sounds like definitely not a ray of sunshine for the goal of getting housing more affordable. Well, absolutely. That's that's the other side of the challenge that, yes, watering down these targets makes it easier for municipalities to hit them. But it also means that we're less uh, audacious in our goals and that we're not meeting uh, the, the, the housing needs of, of Ontarians. And as you pointed out earlier, that uh, this target is 1.5 million homes and the premier himself says that we should be at 1.8 million. So, so it's not, yes, it makes things a little bit easier for municipalities, but it moves us probably a little further away from, from where we need to be. How do you get rid of this idea that this is the province versus the municipalities here then, right? Because it seems like they're, they're kind of, there's a tension there that I don't know how you resolve that. Yeah, I, I think there is. Um, so the, the Ontario big city mayors have uh, have called for basically a collaborative approach, like just bring everyone to the table and let's let's negotiate this out. Now, full disclosure, we did a report at, at the center called Working Together to Build 1.5 Million Homes uh, that was uh, generously funded uh, or we got some funding from the Ontario big city mayors for that. So just have to throw that out there as a, you know, as a disclaimer. Um, but that's what they're calling for, uh, to, to try and make this a little bit less adversarial. Their position is, hey, at the end of the day, we all want the same thing. Let's figure out how to work together to get there. Thanks so much for watching and listening. This episode was produced by Meredith Martin. If you've liked what you heard, please like, subscribe, or leave a comment. It would really help us out a lot. See you next time.